Such an aggressive take by Carlin because it's just like one snapshot. It's not film, video, <laughs> posted over multiple weeks or months. Bam. One one picture that says happy holidays just, you know, slaps people in the face. It's an aggressive take by Carlin. I'll give him that. This is Canty and Carlin. I am not Canty or Carlin. Neither is he. Peter Burns and Shay Cornette filling in for the guys here this evening on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And we are presented by Progressive Insurance. We'll get more into the holiday card discussion later on because I, oh, I got I, some I, takes on it. I, got, yeah, I, uh, I feel like it's a little I'm unfair. I'm, I feel like it's a little unfair, but we'll do that later on because Herm Edwards is here and joining us uh, on ESPN Radio. He's our ESPN NFL analyst. And the big news today, Coach, is the fact that Zach Wilson's going to skip the start this weekend for the Jets in a game that they absolutely have to have. Mike White couldn't be cleared for contact. Now, to me, Coach, this has been a little confusing, and I know Robert Sala had to kind of run through the timeline, and Mike White felt great, and he was cleared for everything else besides contact. But insert now Zach Wilson. What do you make of the way this has all gone down over the last couple of days? Well, I was concerned when he when he left the game the second time. Uh, that was a that was a flashing red light for me, being a former player and being in the league such a long time, coaching and playing. Um, that I don't know if this guy's going to be ready next week. I, I just didn't feel like he'd be ready. Uh, for what I watched and saw, now, I didn't have the I wasn't there with the doctors, but I've been around in a long time. And I said, I don't know if this guy's going to be able to play. So it, it's not surprising to me that uh, <laughs> that Zach is a starting quarterback again. Her, when you look at this, Brian Costello, one of the, the beat reporters for the Jets, had tweeted out that Mike White mm-hmm. said that he spoke as, to as many as 10 doctors trying to clear them, like literally going door to door, knocking, just going, bro, can you clear me? Like, right. I want to play in this. How much do you read into right. that uh, as a, like, of, hey, the Jets organization has to figure out what they're going to do in the future of their, their former number two draft pick and, or keeping Mike White kind of healthy from himself? Well, you, you just you just made the point. You got to protect the players from themselves sometimes, and I say that as a former player, I get it. And, and these guys want to play; it's part of their DNA. Um, but here again, uh, if something bad should happen, if something bad should happen, you're going to have to be the guy that stands before the masses at the press conference and say, "Well, why didn't um, why'd you let this guy play, coach?" It's the Tua deal, right? Right. That, 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 that's in everybody like in a, in, a, in a spin. You know, like, oh, wait, wait a minute. You know, and, and now I think the NFL is, is cautious because people are watching. You know, and, and I say this as a former player. I, I get it. I mean, I, I understand it. I understand the toughest of guys. Look, I never missed a practice. never missed a game. Was I 100%? No. It was a little bit different when I played. Okay, I get it. <laughs> But I think we're in a, we're in a, in a place now that an injury of a player that goes down, you look at it and you go, wait a minute, we don't want to have to sit and talk to the media about this because we didn't take the guy out of the game. Right. right? So that, that's where it's at now because there's so many cameras on it now, right? And, and that's the first thing you're going to say. When that guy, when he went back the second time, I went, oh, boy. I was surprised, to be quite honest, because I had that job in New York. It's a wonderful job. But that the media, like, didn't mention it a whole lot. Didn't bring it up a lot. I was like, really? Because I was saying, are they going to ask Coach the first question? Why did you let him go back in the game the second time? 
Right, and now we see where Mike White is, White is today. Obviously, we're talking to Herm Edwards here on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio. Shea Cornette, Peter Burns with you. He's our ESPN NFL analyst. Coach, last question I'm going to ask about this, and then we can move on. What do you expect to see from Zach Wilson this weekend? Now, he's obviously taken a couple games off, a little bit of a reset. He wasn't even on the active game day rosters for a couple of weeks. <laughs> what do you anticipate from what was the starting quarterback for the Jets? What was their you know face of their franchise? What do you expect for, to see from him this weekend? Well, he's getting a second chance. And he's getting a second chance for this, to win his team back. Whether he wins or loses, can I win my team back now? I'm I'm getting an opportunity to play a really good Detroit team that's tough, physical. You know, and and can can I win the locker room back by how I play? That doesn't mean he's got to win it, but how he plays, how he goes about his business on the sideline, in the game, when it gets tough, because everybody's going to watch him now. I mean, you go back and look at Elijah Moore, right? Remember how unhappy he was earlier, and now all of a sudden he started having a smile on his face over the last couple of weeks. It's, it feels like they're going to have to get more uh, involved early and often. Herm Edwards joining the show right now. Herm, when you look at this, you play, you talk about it. You were tough, man. Never missed a practice, never missed a game. You went in there. You played in some cold games, some snowy games, oh. I, I assume. How much are people making this? Like the fans are making this to be, oh, the Dolphins yeah. and Tua going up to Buffalo. How, how real is this weather deal? It, it, it's real as, it, it, as you want to make it, right? I mean, look, I, I've known players to look on the schedule <laughs> when the season ends and figure out, oh, are we going to Green Bay? <laughs> are we going mm-hmm. to Minnesota? When, the, when it was the real Vikings, I call them the real Vikings. They should play outside. They didn't play in that dome. Um, Detroit, you know, all these teams that used to play outside that you knew at the end of the year, when you look at next year's schedule, are we playing them in December and November when it could be cold? Some players buy into that. But you as a head coach, I think, you can't buy into that because it's cold. And it hurts when you hit the ground. But you know what? It's part of the deal. You signed up to do this. And you can't say, well, you know what? We'll go up there. No, 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 no. We're actually going to go up there. We'll go up there to win a game. Now, you might have to change your game plan. This is where the teams that don't have these pass-happy offenses, when the leaves fall off the trees and you get past Thanksgiving, you want to be in the run, and there's a couple things you better be able to do. You better be able to run the ball, stop the run. You better be able to run the ball and stop the run. Because you're going to hit some elements sometimes during the season, especially when December rolls around and now they added another game. The cold is real. And how you ran your offense when it's 65 degrees, 70 degrees, is going to be a little bit different when it gets in them 30s. It's, right? I mean, look, I get prime example. Prime example. We were in Kansas City. We acquired Joe Montana and Marcus Allen. And we had a great football team. We were going to playoffs every year, but we needed this one guy to get us over the hump. It was both those guys. Marcus Allen and Joe Montana. We're going to go to a championship game. Kansas City Chiefs. Marty Schottenheimer's head coach. We go where? To Buffalo. Kind of the weather they're walking into. The second quarter, Bruce Smith hit Joe Montana. His head hit the turf. I looked and went, we got problems. He was out. We exited with a loss. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's real. It's, it's real. real. The weather and, is real. It is really real. And there's nothing you can do about it. You just got to make sure you got guys on your team that they're tough, mental, mentally tough guys. And look, you, if you're the Miami Dolphins, 
You can't lose three in a row now and thinking you're a playoff team. You, 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 no, 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 no. You can't do that. Because you have to go play this game now and, and say, we got to be tough now. And if you ain't a tough team, this cold stuff, it exposes you. No doubt. I mean, for the Bills, this is intriguing, too, because they haven't had a consistent run game this entire season either. So we'll see how how they do in this cold weather situation as well. Talking to Herm Edwards right now here on Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80. Quickly, Coach, before we say goodbye, big matchup in the NFC East between the Giants and the Commanders this weekend. And I feel like a storyline flying under the radar that Peter and I have been talking about is the fact that Chase Young could be returning for the Commanders. And in, in, in what feels like now every game is in a must-win situation for these teams kind of on the fringe. When you look at how, if Chase Young does play for the commanders how that could affect daniel jones and the giants what do you see well if the giants can't run the football they're going to be in trouble right uh barkley's gonna have to play well he had a run there where he was like whoa and then all of a sudden something happened i don't know i I, I just he was rolling in a way where everybody's going you couldn't everyone's talking about the guy now all of a sudden no one talks about him anymore i said what just happened now, are the Giants ahead of schedule where a lot of people thought they would be first-year head coach? Yeah, they are. But with that being said, you're playing a team similar to who you are. No one expected this out of Washington because of all the things that were swirling around this football team, right? I mean, poor Ron, he's a good friend of mine. I mean, look, he had cancer treatment. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. A player got shot. The other situation with ownership, all this was flying around the team. No one, no one paid attention to them. But they're a tough-minded team, and they're finding a way to win games. The Giants are a team right now. Their best player is the runner. He's the best player. He got to show up. He, got to, he, he, he needs to show up now. Especially right now with the Giants trying to figure out who they're going to pay. Daniel Jones are going to play Saquon. They've already talked a little bit more to Saquon, not so much about uh, Daniel Jones. All right, maybe the most important question, we saved the biggest one for last because Jordan Cornette had tweeted earlier, Herm, about how there was a uh, one-got-to-leave conversation in, in Shea's uh, household yesterday or earlier today. It yeah. was one's-got-to-leave, okay. chicken or steak. I, I can't make this decision. I'm, I'm going back and forth on this whole deal. What, so, Herm Edwards, you had to retire one, say it's never happening ever again, chicken or steak. Well, you, you, you weren't going to eat it? You're saying? You're going to put it? Done. I'd go steak. I'd go steak. Oof. You can do more things with chicken. Oof. I agree. Right? I'm with you, Coach. You can, you can make more dishes with chicken. How many, how many dishes can you make with a steak? The best oh, kind, though, Coach. The best kind. How you want it? How you want it? Huh? How you How, it's the best kind. How, you, there's, come on. You can go. I, yes, I know that it's more flexible. I know that it's more of a Swiss Army knife as yeah. far as a, a meat. But if you need to tell me, you can't go to war with me right now and just say that you're going steak over chicken. Come on. <laughs> no, he's going no, chicken no, no, over no, steak. No, 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 no. I'm going chicken over steak. Yeah, he's going chicken over steak. I'm going chicken over steak. more to do with it. It's not even close. I'm going chicken over steak. Yeah, I'm with I you. I mean, coach. come on. Chicken wings. I mean, you can, dude, there's so many things you could do with chicken. Chicken parm, you can put chicken on pizza. Barbecue chicken, I mean, yeah, you, come on. whatever you want. Saute, how do you want to do it? Steak is real easy. Put it on the grill, how long you want to cook? Look, <laughs> my steak, when I cook mine, it's beef jerky. I want mine well done. Oh, oh no. you and Booger McFarland. Oh, you and Booger. Oh, it's unreal. Beef what? You and Booger well, McFarland. 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 Anytime well Booger. Done. Yeah, yeah. Booger would go well done it's on the hamburgers, well coach. Unbelievable. It's got to be well. All all meat products, well done, please. 
Oh, gross. All right. On that note, <laughs> coach, thank you for the insight. Now, now we know with today, and that's why he's going to get rid of it. He's just going to stick with chicken. Coach, thank you for the time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. You guys have happy holidays, both of you. God bless you. Same to you. That's Herm Edwards here, our ESPN NFL analyst, joining us in Canty and Carlin. He's the best. Uh, Shay Cordat, Peter Burns, filling in for the guys here. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Just visit Progressive.com. Going back to the snow game this weekend, are the Dolphins and players more focused on the weather than they are on their opponent, which could be problematic? We'll discuss it next. It's ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Is this a remix of one more time? Okay, I'm here for it on a Friday. Feel good Friday. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN App Series XM Channel 80. Filling in for the guys today, I am Shay Cornette. Peter Burns here with you as well. You can give us a ring, 888-SAY-ESPN. It's 888-729-3776. And as always, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Speaking of the phone calls, we have one. Keith is in Kansas City. He's got something to say about what's going on with the Jets. Go ahead, Keith. What's up? Hey, how are you doing? Hey, what's up, Keith? What's going on? Keith, is your phone in your shirt? What's going Keith, on here? Are you juggling two bowling balls or pins <laughs> right need, at this point? You need the phone by your mouth. You're be better now. There, hey, we go. there we go. We got you now. There we go. Right. What's up? Sorry Keith? about that. Yeah, I just wanted to jump on and say I think Robert Sala. I think he's feeling pressure from at the top. Maybe upper management. Maybe he's in his ear saying, "Hey, we got this draft pick here." So I think you need to. Uh, give this guy a shot or it doesn't really look good because if, if um, you know, the second string quarterback, can't remember his name, Flacco, if he's not, you know, not in bad shape right now, I don't understand why he's not playing. But I definitely can see this filling it up at the top. Yeah. So um, just wanted to jump on to say that and see what the thoughts were. Thanks it's for taking good- my call. Thanks, Keith. It's a good point. You know, obviously he's referring to the fact that Zach Wilson's going to get the start this weekend um, in place of Mike White, who had been starting and playing well offensively. Now, he only went one and two in his starts, but nonetheless proved to make the offense more efficient and get different the ball vibe. Kind of there, there was a lot like the body totally. language, Shay, was different on, on, right. on that Jets sideline. Totally. And so but now he has not been cleared for contact. And so it's going to go back to Zach Wilson. Joe Flacco was the number two guy for a long time and he got skipped. Nonetheless, so he says, uh, Keith just said he feels like this is maybe coming from the top, a little bit of pressure to play the guy you took number two overall, which makes logical sense. 
However, I, I would assume, and I don't know because I'm not in the building there, Peter, but I would assume that before the decision was made for this reset by Robert Sala, he cleared it with those at the top. And he was given, again, I'm assuming here that he was given full reign to have Mike White or whoever he wants start under center for the remainder of the season. That would be my assumption. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the assumption that you, you, you bring up. But regardless of how he got to that conversation, and even reports are coming out right now that uh, Mike White literally went to 10 different doctors trying to get himself cleared and basically couldn't get anybody that would say, yes, there's got to be some type of injury there, right? There has to be something to where they're like, bro, what are you doing? I know you want to play. I know you're rolling. And probably more importantly, Shay, he doesn't want anybody coming in and winning that job. Like, you know, he doesn't want to get Wally Pipped or the Wally Pip job that he did. Okay, like he wants that opportunity. Right. But regardless of what it comes down to, it's this is Zach Wilson's time. And it's not only just for the Jets to figure out what they have. It's for Zach Wilson to figure out if he's the dude. Right. Like by by what the three weeks that he was out, has he repaired those relationships? Have you had that kind of humbling experience to where all of a sudden you get up and go, you know what, man? Hey, this is I'm going to handle it differently because I've seen this. I can't imagine a kid coming from BYU right has a little bit of success and then all of a sudden boom we're going to put you in bright lights big city are you ready to go are you there and in every single part of the media after you and when you don't live up to that hype what you have to deal with it okay it's an opportunity much like i think the same thing that's going on with russell wilson right now in denver the news just came out shay that they have cleared him through concussion protocol but the broncos are not going to play him this week Right, the Broncos are going to play Brett Rippon as their starting quarterback. It's almost like a, you know, the Russell Wilson. Hey, why don't you take a bead? Why don't you get right mentally and come back? I wonder if that's the same thing about Zach Wilson. And truly, it's an audition for him this yeah. week. We were talking to Herm Edwards moments ago, and he said, you know, win or lose, it doesn't matter what happens with the Jets this weekend, who, by the way, are at home against the Detroit Lions, who have won five out of their yep. last six games. They're trending in the right direction. But this is more about have you won the locker room back. You're getting a second chance now to prove that you are the leader, that they brought you in there to be, and the guy that can lead this team in the right direction. Let's hear from the head coach of the Jets. It's Robert Sala. Here he was earlier today on the opportunity this now presents for that number two overall pick a few years ago, Zach Wilson. This is going to be a great opportunity for Zach. Um, when he was elevated to the uh, uh, to the number two quarterback, it was with the understanding that there's a strong possibility that he was going to play um, and to prepare accordingly. He's gotten a vast majority of the first team reps. He'll get all the reps today. He'll get all the reps tomorrow. Um, and so we feel very comfortable about Zach's preparation as the uh, first string quarterback and that he has not that he's gotten his normal workload as a starting quarterback would normally get. Okay, that's great, and, and that's good, and that makes a ton of sense, Peter. But I will point out this. like Zach Wilson has been hindered, hindered by injuries as well as this reset. This is not a guy that has been consistently a, a, in the lineup or at, been the starting quarterback for the Jets last year and this year. He's had to take these kind of pauses due to injury and now this reset. So him getting back up to speed might be a thing also for the Jets that we're kind of brushing under the rug. To build upon that, what's the worst-case scenario for the Jets? I mean, the worst-case scenario for the Jets is that Zach Wilson comes in here, plays well, and they lose this game, right? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm, I, I, that's what I'm looking at at this well, point of, of, like, what, you know, he's been banged up. You're right. He hasn't had that opportunity. Mentally, he's going to be fresh. But I, I, I guarantee you, there's probably a Jets fan out there right now that says, I, I know we need this one, right? I know we, we need to have it. 
And listen, I mean, they're still on the outside looking in. I think if I saw the ESPN analytics on it, if they win this game against Detroit, they're all the way up to 34%. If they lose it, they're down to 14% chance of getting in the playoffs. It's still, it's still not even a coin flip chance to get in. It, it, it's a situation where you got to figure out what you have with Zach. And I would say just for the, for the whole city of New York, think about this. Like This is the biggest football weekend the, the New York uh, teams have had in a long, long time. Zach Wilson, what's his future going to be? Okay, Daniel Jones, what's his future going to be in a big game against the Commanders where we might see Chase Young coming back? How about Josh Allen? Right, everybody wants you to be this guy to take that next step to get you back to the Super Bowl. And sure enough, if Tua, who allegedly can't play in the snow, and the Dolphins can't play in the snow, and you can't beat them, like this is a prove it weekend for every single one of the quarterbacks in, in the state of New York. And I can't wait for it. And I have no idea how it's going to play out. The yeah, drama is great. You're right. Speaking of futures, we're going to dive more into that next. Also, you can tune into a football doubleheader Sunday. The Bears host the Eagles, followed by the Pats and the Raiders. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. We talked about those futures for those quarterbacks. That's what we're doing next here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, final stretch of the NFL season means a lot for a lot of different quarterbacks for a lot of different reasons. Let's break it down. It's Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM, Channel 80. Shea Cornette, Peter Burns filling in for the guys here. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. So, Peter, the question is. By the way, I'm still shook real quick. I was still oh. shook about Herm Edwards like a well-done steak. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get that out of my mind the rest of the day. Right, I, I know Canty was in Carlin when they were talking about their Christmas cards and stuff that got me triggered. But Herm Edwards, of all people that I thought, hey, give me a steak bloody, I would have put Herm Edwards like a top five draft pick. Yeah, he didn't, that. and he didn't just specify that he likes his steak well done. Oh he no, like he's like, give it to Burn. me like beef jerky, and I was like, yeah. oh god, just the thought of it made me a little bit ill. Anyways, right, sorry, you were saying. okay. That's okay. Back on track now, Peter. All right, quarterbacks that have the Score. most on the line. The final four weeks of the season. We're going to open it up to you as well. The phone number on the Dr Pepper uh, call in line is eight 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 say ESPN. It's triple eight seven two nine three seven seven six. I'm going to give you some options, Peter. You tell me where you would go first here. Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Tua Tungavailoa. Derek Carr, Tyler Huntley, Ryan Tannehill, Aaron Rodgers, Baker Mayfield, 
Taylor Heineke. Of those, which do you think has the most on the line the last four seasons? Or last uh, four I was going to say, like by process of elimination, I take like Baker and even uh, Taylor out because I'm just like, listen, they're they're kind of playing with house money, like whatever. Totally. Like let's just roll, okay? So I look at this and I got to go to the top of the list, and I don't know how you get any deeper than saying that it's Zach Wilson, right? Number two overall pick, you get that opportunity. You basically had the locker room and your wide receivers tweeting like, hey, I'm disappointed. Everything. Right. Like that, that stays with you, but it's a narrative changing weekend. Like, I don't think the narrative behind Daniel Jones changes a lot with what happens in the commander's game. It can obviously help them, but if he has one bad game and he kind of just, eh, it was okay, you know, two touchdowns, one interception, but they end up losing. I don't think it ends him. But for Zach Wilson, he goes up there and throws a nothing burger out. When we see Baker Mayfield coming in and getting a phone call in the middle of the week, Shay, and all of a sudden getting a win. If we see Brock Purdy right now leading the 49ers to three straight wins and, and not having to do a lot, if we see Zach Wilson go out there and just struggle immensely, I look at this and go, That's, that is forever going to be on your resume. On your reel. I, I don't know how it's anybody other than Zach Wilson won. Because, I mean, like even Tua going up into the cold, it's a thing, right? Like he wants to get by that aspect in his career. What He's played, what, 63 games, I think, in his NFL and collegiate career and never one of them underneath freezing. And he's going to have to deal with that. But that that's just one game. And by the way, Herm Edwards, what did he say about the weather? I think he said the weather is real. I think weather that's is what, real. Yeah, weather, yeah, weather is, is real. real. It is that real. That he said. Yeah. Um, I'm going to agree with you, and then I'm going to add a little dash. Of all the quarterbacks I listed outside of Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson, I feel like they've already proven something to me. Okay? Fair. Yes, Baker Mayfield, not a ton, but he's proven that he can take the team to the postseason when he was with the Browns. I think he showed us all what he's got when he was with the Rams last week. Taylor Heineke has shown that he has been impressive and he's leading this commander squad in the right direction. And I also think the commanders have something uh, – well, we'll get to that in a minute. He Ryan has a little Tannehill. swagger to him, Heineke, yeah, right? Like, definitely. Don't you have that feeling about him? Oh, yeah, totally. Do we need to say more about Aaron Rodgers? He's having a bad year. It happens, okay? He's won back-to-back MVPs. Tyler Huntley, great. He's a wonderful backup for the Ravens. I don't think the Ravens have shown me enough to think that they're going far in the postseason. That's a conversation for another day. Derek Carr, you're great. Tua Tungavailoa, you've been great this season. Okay, great. So we got those out of the way. You already laid out the Zach Wilson situation. Daniel Jones, every week that passes, these games get bigger and bigger for you. The Giants didn't pick up your fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. You've been playing with a team that has been decimated by injuries with not a lot of weapons around you, and so you've had to utilize your skill set to put them in positions to win. You got mollywopped basically by the the Philadelphia Eagles last week. And so now it's your turn to go out and face a, a commander squad that you ended in a tie with a week ago, 2 weeks ago now, whatever it was. Now can you go back cuz you just faced them 2 weeks ago and can you prove that you're a better quarterback than Taylor Heineke and your squad is better than the Commanders? On the road this weekend in a game that matters for the mm-hmm. postseason and matters for your future. And so for me, there's no quarterback that has more pressure on him. Considering, I think if you polled America on do you think Daniel Jones is the future of the Giants, I think half of us would say no and half of us would say yes. Would you agree with that, Peter? Like these are the weeks now where he's going to prove that he belongs. I'd like to know even, I mean, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let me, like, give me 30 seconds. I'll go down and ask my neighbor, who is a diehard Giants fan, right? And I'm just sitting there going, all right, like, where do you feel? Like, I don't even know how Giants feel, uh, Giants right. fans feel at right. this point. Because it, it's kind of like, 
I, I saw shades of it, but at some point, is it going to be worth the money that you're going to pay? I mean, the Giants have already tipped their hand to me. If the Giants are sitting there right. going, we want Saquon Barkley. Saquon, let's sit there and let's have a talk about what we can do as far as contract-wise. It makes me think that they said, you know what? We're okay. Either way, if Daniel Jones is our guy, great. We'll roll with him going forward. If he doesn't, it's not the end of days for them because they weren't – it's like having to get this thing done right now. I want to go back, though, real quick. A name you glossed over was Derek Carr to a certain extent. Yep. And I'm, I'm really intrigued by that, but not so much for Carr, but his head coach, right? Carr, you know, having McDaniels going up against his former, you know, his uh, his protege or, or vice versa in right. Belichick, I, I really want to see what the Raiders are going to have for the Patriots this this week. Like, are they going to get up? Because you know, like when you're facing when you're facing your former team, there's always that little extra oomph behind it. I would imagine for a player or a coach. Are, are the Raiders going to be that way for McDaniels? I think that's interesting. I can't believe the Raiders are favored in that game at all because I would have taken I, I would have taken the the Pats by seven in that game. I just think the Raiders have looked so undisciplined, so disoriented, confused. I think Josh Jacobs is questionable in that game. Um, I, I, and 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 you, but the thing with Derek Carr is, I think Derek Carr has shown me he's a good quarterback. He's a good leader. This year, they have a coaching change. Guys mm-hmm. have been injured. They have wildly underachieved because of it. There's been issues, I feel like, every ever since this team has moved to Vegas for whatever reason. Um, but I, a lot I, of off-the-field issues as well, too. Yeah, Remember? I mean, I, that, that, and, and seeing his leadership through all of that last year was very, very impressive. Yeah, I, I, just, I think that Derek Carr has shown me enough to know that he is a good franchise quarterback. I haven't seen that from Daniel Jones and certainly not Zach Wilson. And so if these last four games mean anything to anybody, it is those two New York quarterbacks for certain. We're going to take a break. We see your calls. We'll dive back into this question. Which quarterback has the most on the line the final four weeks of the season? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your call's next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Final four weeks of the NFL season. There are some players, notably quarterbacks, that have a lot to prove. It's Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Shea Cornette, Peter Burns, filling in for Canteen Carlin. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We threw some names out there last segment, like Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Tuatungo Vailoa, Tyler Huntley, uh, Taylor Heineke. You can go on down the list, but maybe you've got someone else in mind. Let's go to Merv in New York. Merv, who do you think these last couple weeks of the season has the most to prove in terms of quarterbacks in the NFL? All, all day has got to be Zach Wilson. All day. If he fails this weekend, where does Jets turn to next? Hmm. We go back to Joe Flacco. Is Mike White going to be clear? We have a good defense. We have good players. We can make this happen. But Zach Wilson's got to step it up. 
Right, and and the question mark I think for for Jets fans and for this Jets franchise is who's the quarterback of the future? Obviously, we're learning today Zach Wilson's going to get the start this weekend against the Detroit Lions at home because Mike White hasn't been cleared for contact. But uh, Peter, I, he you said earlier he definitely is the one with the most approved. Yeah, what's interesting is I keep going back on the Zach Wilson situation is how much are we truly going to learn about Zach Wilson, right? Is, like, I would imagine the game plan for Zach this week and is going to be very similar as the game plan that Shanahan's had for Brock Purdy over the last couple of weeks is, hey, let's just keep it simple here, right? Like, you know, we don't, we don't need you to go out there and throw it, you know, 45 times and we need to have 350 yards and three touchdowns and this, you know, heroic thing we're carrying you off the field type situation. And, like, so even if, if he wins this game, are we really going to learn that much? If the, if the stat line is going to be 13 of 20 for 157 yards, a touchdown and interception, is that going to change any Jets fans' mind, Shay? I, I, I don't know. Right, like I, I, I don't know. The more I start thinking about it, I, I, I'm backing down from Zach Wilson because, in theory, it's huge for him. I just don't know if the play calling and what they're going to expect out of Zach is truly going to answer any questions so, that he probably even has for himself. So, in the sample size we had of Zach Wilson this year, winning games wasn't the problem. He won five out of his seven starts. It was right. the fact that he only generated four touchdowns. He had an NFL worst 56% completion rate, and he only had 183 passing yards per game. And the last time we saw him, I think it was against the Patriots. He had, yeah, it was. He had a seven, yards or, 77 yeah. yard performance. So, I give so him too it, much credit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's like the fact that he couldn't generate offense that. And it just looks so flatlined, like not what you're used to seeing. You lose the locker room. Exactly. Elijah Moore, like Elijah Moore, like he sit there and he's like the smile that has been on his face over the last couple of weeks, albeit they're one and two, it felt like he was getting more involved. And so, again, quarterback wins is a faulty stat. But right. at some point, I just don't know if we're going to see enough of the quote unquote stat line to figure out if Zach's the guy going forward. Yeah, I, I agree with you. All right, let's go to Ronnie in North Carolina. Who you got, Ronnie? Who do you think has got. The most on the line the last four weeks of the season here in terms of quarterbacks. Got to be Tyler Huntley. Obviously, he's up next year. I think his last year, and then he goes into free agency. And that whole dynamic in Lamar and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, yes, they haven't given him any wide receivers. I think they obviously didn't give him any weapons. But uh, you haven't seen a learning curve. I think they they would they would like to see from Lamar. So Huntley playing. You know, if they can get something out of Huntley, it's going to be interesting down the stretch here. If they start getting something out of Huntley and then go back to Lamar and uh, the contract situation. So it's going to be – these last couple of weeks are going to be real interesting with the Baltimore Ravens because they're contenders. Their defense is there. they got their small run game. they got the nice run game. But, again, they just can't generate points on the outside or down the field. So it's going to be – Thank you, Ronnie. It's go almost ahead. like a GM leverage situation, right? Like with, with, with Huntley, as far as if all of a sudden he's able to lead the Ravens, they have some success, they should, against a, a, a Cleveland team that I still don't think is very good, and that it, it, I don't know if it changes the dynamic, but at least gives them some type of like fallout, like a golden, like a, some type of parachute that if all of a sudden chaos comes and, and, and they can't figure out a deal with Lamar going forward. Yeah, Tyler Huntley's not a starting quarterback, in my opinion. He's a very good backup, maybe one of the best in the National Football League, but he's not a starting quarterback. Lamar Jackson is so much of your offense. Like, I don't know that there's a debate there. Um, 
I will say this, though, and I, I kind of alluded to it earlier, Peter, is the fact that this Raven squad starts slow and ends slow. That ain't good. And it, 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 it's yeah. been problematic, I think, for this team the entire year. In the beginning of the year, they were starting fast. Their defense couldn't hold up their end of the bargain. Now the defense is holding up their end of the bargain, but the offense isn't producing. You don't have enough rep weapons for your quarterback. Your quarterback's now banged up, but you have a viable backup. Too much. Too much drama. And while they're finding ways to win, okay, Ravens, yeah. I, to me, there's just a not enough in the tank. It's like the same argument we have with the Titans. In, 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 in Tannehill, you're right. I, I keep going back, though. The more I think about this, about what quarterback has to prove the most, I didn't think I'd lean this way, but the more it runs through my mind is Tua. And, and, and it starts with Saturday night, right? And, and say what you want about the weather. Like, like Herm said, weather is real. But to get that off right to 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 get off of the schneid that they have been on i think that there's a lot in play a lot more in play for Tua's future and what he brings to this team on uh, and, and it starts with this weekend and not just uh, out of the uh, the last 4 weeks it starts you know obviously coming up in in buffalo you know Tua has overcome a lot of hurdles i think this year and i think he's proven a lot to a lot of us um, like winning postseason games, winning in cold weather, like those yep. are more hurdles for him to get over. However, hasn't he proven that he's in more of elite company in terms of quarterbacks this year? To me, he has. It's see, he hasn't fully for you yet. Okay, so he needs to overcome some of these obstacles too. And playing in cold weather against the Bills is one that is going to be on the list of things he needs to accomplish. Fair enough. So add to it to the list. More Cansey and Carlin here on the other side. <laughs> 